Makers Podcast. Ooh, I put a little vocal flare at the end of that one. Uh, you are listening to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. It's the only wrestling podcast online that you can find, which is hosted by myself, Gavin Osborne, Mike Shoot Shepard sitting over there. Hip. 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 Yeah. And Mike, let me tell you, Mike, let me tell you, I have, um, I've gone into my garage, I peeled back the, the uh, kind of protective layer of a beautiful sports car, I've tuned it up, <laughs> it's filled with gas, I have the ACDC discography ready to go, and I'm ready to hit the fucking road to WrestleMania, uh, just like we did. The Royal Rumble is just past us, kicking off the road to WrestleMania. Review. That's right, we're on the road. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania, that's the that's the Super Bowl, that's the Stanley Cup championship, so I guess you could say Royal Rumble is like the start of the playoffs. First round. In a way, yeah. This Which, could be like the uh, the wild card seeding or something. <laughs> you know, like what's bringing yeah. us there. Um, and a I, lot of the time, the, like the first round, that's the most exciting. There's like eight games a night. You can watch all these matchups. The Leafs are still in it. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, once we hit that second round, we start having some problems. But uh, uh, so it was a big wrestling week, of course. It is the show. One of the, one of the best shows of the year. Of course, a lot of stuff happened. Over at AEW, we know the Rumble's going to follow, but let's just get right into this year's edition of the Royal Rumble. Yes. Um, so, the pre-show, I'm sure you probably didn't watch the pre-show. No. <laughs> but there was one important thing that I'll, le- I'll at least mention. Um, because last week, remember, Roman Reigns says, I don't want Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Uh, but then on SmackDown... Sammy showed up anyways because the Usos got kicked out and Jay called Sammy. He's like, yo, come back up solo. So that happened on SmackDown. And then on the Rumble pre-show, the bloodline in their dressing room, uh, Reigns is talking to Sammy. just doesn't understand why. He disobeyed him. The direct order. Uh, Sammy just looks at Jay and Jay's like, it was me, Chief. I made an audible. I called Sammy, you know. Uh, He was there for the family. So Reigns is just like, why are we even talking about this? It's about tonight. So the game plan for tonight, Usos, you stay in the back. Sammy, you're with me the whole night. On my hip the whole time. Tonight is Sammy's night. <clears throat> and I I much prefer having um, interesting things happening during a pre-show instead of a six-minute match with Madcap Moss. Nothing against Madcap Moss. Well, I think he cut out on me. Oh, I cut out on you? I'm going to call you back. Hello. See, Mike, because I prefer, I think it's way better to have something like this on a pre-show versus a six and a half minute match with Madcap Moss. <laughs> Nothing against Madcap yeah. Moss. Certain we're not saying that. However, um, you know, w- while the audience is tuning in, while they're starting to get engaged, like let's uh, let's give them something to be engaged about. Yeah, no, this, you know, this had storyline implications. It uh, 
followed up on uh, from SmackDown and just yeah, kind of set the tone for the rest of the exactly. show. Exactly, and give us that. something that Corey Graves and Michael Cole can call back to in, in like earlier in the night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they replayed it later at some point. <laughs> they they but. did. That's how I found out about all this information happening. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right. So it was very important to happen. Um, but yeah, that was the pre-show. So let's get just get right into the actual production. Uh, we kick off live here from the Alamo Dome. Yeah, fifty thousand plus fans. Um, you know, the Royal Rumble's a night of surprises, and before the match even starts, we get our first surprise with none other than Pat McAfee making his return. Uh, even Michael Cole and Corey Graves, they were in the dark Michael on this. They Cole were surprised. Michael Cole seemed like he did not know this was happening. Yeah. No, apparently not very few people knew this was a legit surprise, and Cole was just over he the moon. He's like, my buddy! so happy. Yeah. To see Pat McAfee <laughs> and the crowd went nuts when they re- I think you know I mean I don't rec- really reckon rec- remember that song, the O O O. Yeah, it's just like a Seven Nation Army ripoff. Kind of, but as soon as you saw his face, you see his thing. Like I would, ha- I'd love it if uh, Pat McAfee just came back for fucking pay per views. Like you know, he's he's. I think the fans love him. We love him. If it, whatever can fit yeah. in his schedule, I think he'll be doing at least one night of Mania. Yeah, definitely. I would say, and he uh, and he made the fucking night on commentary for me. I mean, him and Michael Cole's relationship uh, <laughs> is so fun. Yeah, he says things that other guys won't, like calling Peacock the cock. At <laughs> yeah. one point, he's yeah, like, he, "Oh, here on the cock," which <laughs> there was a lot of yeah. There's a lot of th- I, 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 lot I of wish I could lines. copy some of them down, but in the moment they're all they're yeah. all fun in the moment. So yeah, like we said, biggest surprise uh, right off the bat. But the show actually kicks off, or the match rather kicks off uh, with Gunther and Sheamus as your number. Yeah, we're starting with the men's rumble, which is yeah. Sorry, w- with the men's rumble, yeah, a bit of a surprise. You know, we had thought maybe there would be some implications as it pertains to uh, the bloodline, as it were. But um, you know, we thought maybe they might save that for the very end. Uh, but the men's rumble actually kicks off. Yeah, Gunther, Sheamus, they're the two who are out yeah. there, uh, fresh <laughs> off their, you know, their their five star match that we had back uh, in the summertime. Yeah, this was a great way to start. The crowd's hyped. Uh, they're just beating the hell out of each other for the 90 seconds. And then get a couple more guys. Miz, Kofi Kingston, Johnny Gargano uh, making his return from injury at number five. And uh, did pretty good. You know, Johnny, I think he lasted almost 30 minutes here. So it's good to see him uh, doing well in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. After a, a neck and- injury, it was. Yeah, so good to see him back. I think the Miz, he had the honor of being the first guy eliminated. Uh, then Xavier Woods came out, so him and Kofi were working together. And then at one point, they tease like they're going to fight. Xavier picks up Kofi in a wheelbarrow, and then they just start spanking each other on the ass like a pair of bongo drums. <laughs> little silly spot. <laughs> Yeah, th- yeah, uh, it was a lie. We knew they weren't going to go at it. Or I thought maybe until hey, maybe they might uh, a nice contested fight, or somebody else would come <laughs> down the ramp. Yeah, just a silly moment there. And then we had Karrion Cross, uh, Chad Gable, Drew McIntyre, and then Drew and Gunther had the big chop battle back and forth. Uh, Santos Escobar at number ten, and then Angelo Dawkins, and then we get the the annual Kofi spot where Gunther. He knocks Kofi off the apron. Kofi jumps, 
tries to land on one of those office chairs, but the thing just like spins and buckles up from underneath them. As office chairs do, they rotate (laughs) and they swivel back and forth and they recline. Yeah, you got to lock those wheels, but... uh, yeah, as soon as he landed on it, the thing just crashed, and he he tried to like keep one foot above off the ground. And the commentary team's like, "Is he out? Is he still in?" They were trying to save it, but uh, they never went back to it. They just cut their losses, and which is now that's back to back years, back to back. Like you said, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. Uh, you know, is it is it time to say goodbye to the spot, or is it time to have somebody else <laughs> do it? I don't know because yeah, like it, it was so long of us expecting it. And then, you know, yeah. not everything can last forever. No, I think uh, maybe pass the torch. Someone like a ricochet. He's got the athleticism. They can do some Mustafa Ali. I bet, you know, there's other jumpers here on the on the roster. That isn't to say Kofi's, got, you know, done and buried or <laughs> yeah. something. But You got two strikes, though, Kofi. One more, you're two, out. Yeah, that's a good point. Two strikes, you're out, bud. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so unfortunate that didn't work out. Uh, but then at number 12, we get the beast Brock Lesnar just comes out, picks up three quick eliminations. Uh, he picks Sheamus up, hits a scary looking belly to belly suplex where Sheamus nearly lands right on his head. Well, I think there, there's a size like maximum that Brock Lesnar should be doing or anybody should be doing belly to bellies with. Uh, yeah, I mean, and- <laughs> this, this, this could have been a big E moment. It was scary, but Cause Bro- thankfully he did not. Cause Brock's a big boy. But, and I, I say this, you know, he's only probably like 6'2", 6'3", and I say that, you know, as a man who's 5'7", or 5'8", yeah. who knows. But, um, you know, like, yeah, for Sheamus, it's probably 6'6". You know, those extra two, three inches, those are going to be a big difference. Yeah, that was tough, but thankfully everyone was okay. Uh, then we had a real awesome moment when Lesnar and Gunther go face-to-face, and the crowd was going wild. I like that they appreciated this this dream matchup. It was the same similar reaction to when we saw um, a couple years ago Keith Lee and uh, Lesnar standing there (laughs) looking at each other, and Lesnar audibly says, "Okay, big boy." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. So it was nice to see them treat this like a big deal. Uh, And yeah, the fans popped for it. But then up next, Bobby Lashley comes out, goes right after Lesnar, and clotheslines him to the floor. So just like that, Brock Lesnar eliminated after two minutes and 28 seconds. Which I, I can so, only presume is his shortest Rumble appearance ever. I think so, yeah. Even when he came out at number 30, I'm sure it was longer than that. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was more than uh, two minutes. Yeah, so big elimination. They continue that Bobby Lashley story. Uh, the crowd's chanting for Bobby. Uh, Baron Corbin comes out next, but Lesnar's pissed off still. So when he's leaving, he hits him with an F5. And then when Seth Rollins comes out, uh, number 15, halfway through, uh, he just picks Corbin off the ground, throws him in the ring, knocks him back out. So Corbin had the honor of shortest time in this year's Rumble at seven seconds. Yeah, barely any. Not anything. the all-time record, but yeah, still not much. Uh, then we got Otis. And then number 17, Rey Mysterio's music hits, but he does not come out. So we just continue the match. And then number 18, we get Dominic Mysterio, who comes out wearing Ray's mask, uh, which he tries to tear up, but he has a real tough time. I mean, but, I can only imagine. It's like pure leather. I can only imagine it's pretty yeah, hard to I mean, it's up. made to stay, yeah. But uh, the whole implication here is he beat up his father, took his mask, 
uh, killed him off screen. <laughs> it so, was an off screen killing. Like in uh, No Country for Old Men, when that you never see the one guy die, but he, he dies. I don't know. But he dies. Good point. Uh, so, anyways, Ray's out of the Rumble uh, because there's kind. Of, it's not an official rule, but there's kind of an unwritten rule where if you don't enter the ring by the time the next entry comes out, you're disqualified. And, I mean, we go the whole Rumble. No replacements. So this ends up being a 29-man Rumble. It ends up being a 29-man Rumble, which I call nay-nay. I say (laughs) nay-nay. I mean, it has happened before, but I would have liked to have a sub. They should just have guys on the bench waiting, you know? Exactly. Like, like if you want to do the the bit, good stuff. But, like, at least give throw somebody else in. Where's Mad Cat Moss? <laughs> I'm sure you would have been all over that. <laughs> he was but, waiting. Uh, Fit. Come on. You yeah. got to press the button. You got to turn on the music. <laughs> Either way, though, Dominic, he had a real good showing in the, <clears throat> in the Rumble. Lasted over 25 minutes. Uh, and then Seth Rollins gets a big elimination on Bobby Lashley. Then we get Elias coming out next with the guitar, which he smashes over Gunther's back. And this ended up slicing Gunther a little bit. He was... Uh, had some cuts going on on his back. Yeah, the there. only blood that we actually saw during the Rumble, I think, during at least during this one. During the men's Rumble, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sheamus and Drew, they're working together. Both of them lasted a long time. And then we get Finn Balor at number 20. So he teams up with his buddy Dominic, and they eliminate Gargano, which upset the crowd. But like I said, 30 minutes for Johnny, so he did pretty good here. Which is which was probably, yeah, top two or, or three or four guys. Uh, top five, at least, yeah, I'd say. top five. Uh, and then number 21, we get our first uh, big surprise of the match, uh, Booker T, coming out at age 53, 55, something like that. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Pretty old. Uh, still in great shape, though. Uh, he got in there, got to hit some of his signature moves, and he did the spin o rooney which always gets a big pop from the crowd, because I believe he's billed from Texas. I don't think he was born there, but I think he's... Booker? He's, Call it. Yeah. Hmm. He wasn't born there, but I think they, they he's he lives there they, or something. They build him from I thought he was I thought he would have been billed from Harlem. <laughs> it probably during the WCW days. Oh, okay. But anyways, Gunther eliminates Booker. He only lasted forty two seconds, so short and sweet. And then Damian Priest comes out, so we got all three Judgment Day working together now, and then Montez Ford, and then after that, our next unannounced entrant, uh Edge. Makes his return, which got a nice big pop. Nice haircut, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing that. Yeah, last time, what did he have? Like, a, he had, like, the side shave. It was, like, side shaved, long top, <laughs> slicked yeah. back in a pony. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, he goes right after the Judgment Day, hits all of them with spears. He eliminates Priest and Balor. Uh, but before he can get to Dominic, he has a showdown with his old rival, Seth. Uh, and that's when Dominic attacks Edge. Uh, Edge tries to throw him over the ropes. He gets Dominic over the ropes, but then Judgment Day jump up, pull Edge to the floor. So he's eliminated. Dominic is saved. Uh, so Edge and the Judgment Day, they just keep fighting all the way up the ramp. And uh, Rhea Ripley comes out, attacks Edge from behind. But then we get another return, the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. Uh, she hits a big spear to Rhea on the floor. So now Rhea's got to go into the women's rumble later with a little bit of a, a little bit of a sore ribs going from that sphere. Adversity. Adversity. 
Uh, Austin Theory comes out next, followed by the big men of the match, Omos and Braun Strowman right after each other. So, uh, yeah, they have the big beef toe-to-toe moment. Uh, but Braun eliminates Omos after just two and a half minutes. And then Ricochet's number 28. Gunther eliminates Drew and Sheamus, which ends Sheamus. Sheamus had a great run. 52 minutes, 33 seconds, starting at number two. Fif- so he was probably the second longest. Yeah, his uh, time in the rumble to age ratio has to be the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. To at least have been the best uh, that we've seen here. Uh, you know. I think. Yeah. Great performance. Great year for Seamus. Uh, and Drew McIntyre himself, he was 39 minutes, so very respectable. I do have to say, Drew, uh, you know, Seamus <laughs> is a shooty winner, is a uh, redemption of the year. Uh, nope, never mind. Yes, he was. Yeah, it was redemption of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shooty winner. Yeah. yeah well deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 29, Logan Paul making his surprise return. Uh, after the reports of his knee injury, kind of seeming like it would be a bit longer, but maybe they were just working us, working us. Yeah, here, I think it was but... a bit of a work. Uh, when yeah. when did that injury happen? Crown Jewel, so that's no, October. October, yeah, November. that's way too soon uh, for yeah. an ACL. You probably tear. tweaked it, and they like, all right, we can sell this. And maybe but, he had like just yeah, 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 yeah. Let's sell. Let's give them a reason to not see you again, because obviously yeah. Logan Paul's not doing fucking TV every week. Uh, let's give him a reason for that. For you know, this this will probably be a yeah. normal occurrence within Logan Paul's career, which I hope. <laughs> yeah, it, which, so quite yeah. frankly, I hope is long. <laughs> I just want that to yeah. be known. I hope Logan Paul has a long career here in WWE. No, it was uh, yeah, still a nice surprise. Gets big heat from the crowd, uh, and then Logan he hits the picture perfect buckshot lariat once again. Making CM Punk look like a fat old bastard again, too. <laughs> old bitch. Yeah, I mean, this guy's had three matches. He can hit a perfect buckshot lariat. You've been in the game 20 years, Punk? Can't even do it. Uh, so anyways, yeah, Logan Paul, he's taking a good beating. Some stiff chops from Gunther. Had his chest all red. And then finally, we get to number 30. But, I mean, if you've been watching the show, you already know who it's going to be. Because, I mean, they, they spent the last three weeks just... Building up the return of Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, so no big surprise, but the crowd doesn't care. Just a monstrous ovation for Cody. Uh, and, you know, of course, this also means no Sami Zayn in the Rumble. But uh, luckily for them, this so this, yeah, this is, was not a Daniel Bryan situation. So, no, but if, so for me, for me watching this, this is where in my mind I said to myself, only 29 guys have come out. This is the time <laughs> for some fucking bomb to drop. And I was just wait. I don't know. I was waiting for somebody, you know, for somebody to come up on the announce or announce desk or whatever. Maybe it came down to the last three. And then, you know, fucking, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, no, I, that was in the back of my mind. But then I, and then I thought time, it was like, going to okay. be Sammy Zay. I honestly, I thought it was going to be, I thought that was going to happen. And it was going to be Sami Zayn, but with his, like, old music, the, uh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, not a single member of the Bloodline was in the Rumble. He could have done some stuff, interesting things with the four of them, but no, Cody's here, number 30. Uh, but luckily, the crowd, like I said, this wasn't a Daniel Bryan situation. They were perfectly fine with seeing Cody. Yeah. They weren't booing. They weren't chanting Sammy. Uh 
So yeah, Cody's in there. He's looking hot. He's hitting crossroads, picking up some quick eliminations. Uh, but then the spot of the match when uh, Ricochet, Logan Paul, they're both standing on opposite sides of the ring out on the apron. Uh, and then they look at each other like, let's do it. And they jump onto the ropes, springboard at each other, colliding midair with a double clothesline. Just an amazing spot there. The crowd was chanting, holy shit. The whole early, early spot of the year uh, candidate uh, nomination for sure. Yeah, that was for just a crazy sure. moment. Definitely the biggest, the biggest moment mm-hmm. of the match. Uh, so Cody eliminates Strowman and Austin Theory. So now we're down to the final four. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, Theory's still in it. Mm-hmm. And Gunther. Gunther still in from number one. So, yeah, they're going at it. Theory, he's the first one tossed out. Then Cody and Seth square off. The crowd's cheering. We all know the history of that legendary trilogy they had last year, including my match of the year at Hell in a Cell. Uh, But then Gunther gets in between them, so both men hit Gunther with a pedigree, and then they go back to fighting each other. Seth has Cody in position for a pedigree. But then Logan Paul... Jumps in from behind, tosses Seth to the floor, eliminating Seth because Logan was never eliminated. He was just kind of laying down for a bit. So, The classic now. laying down for a bit. <laughs> so now we have the real final three. Logan Paul, Cody Rhodes, Gunther. Uh, Cody hits a crossroads on Logan, eliminates him. So final two, Cody and Gunther, number one versus number 30. Our two match of the year winners, five-star matches going at it here. So just, yeah, this this final two was amazing. This was like, much like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels from a few years ago, where the final two had like a mini match. It wasn't just a quick elimination. Yeah, I wonder how like long that was, because it did feel like a good 10 minutes, 7 to 10 minutes. Yeah, like it wasn't just throw the guy, you're done. They were hitting each other. They were doing moves. Uh, Gunther chopping that recently repaired peck, making it all purple again, and uh, Cody put Gunther in the corner, did a tribute to Gold Dust with the Shattered Dreams, the kick to the balls, uh, and then Cody jumps off the top rope. Gunther chops him out of midair, picks Cody up. Cody counters, hits the crossroads, and then he clotheslines Gunther to the floor. Uh, so Cody Rhodes, your 2023 Royal Rumble winner. But what a performance by Gunther! He Sets the new record for longest time in a traditional Royal Rumble at 1 hour, 11 minutes, 40 seconds, shattering Rey Mysterio's record of 1 hour, 2 minutes. Well, so when you say traditional Rumble, of course, you're thinking the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think Daniel Bryan lasted longer than that, but so that's why we Longer than 71 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, but either way, Gunther was the Iron Man. Hopefully a sign of things to come because, I mean, coming out of this match, that's a future world champion main eventer right there. I mean, and the stare down with uh, Gunther and Brock is was big. The crowd went big for it. I don't want to see it just because I it's I don't want to see who wants to see a 10 minute I mean I guess anyone who wants to see a 10 minute Gunther match but I need a 20 I need a 20 to 25 minute Gunther match the more the better <laughs> Clearly with I mean this they man. could do it Brock can handle it Think it's Brock you think of... Brock could do 32 I think he could Okay wow 
But uh, yeah, it's just a matter of if he wants to, if he wants to take that many chops and all that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, how many chops? How are you willing to take? <laughs> But either way, Gunther, the MVP of the Rumble, but yes. not the winner. It's it's Cody's time. He's going to main event WrestleMania, challenge for the world title. Michael Cole said the American nightmare has become the American dream. And he points at the WrestleMania sign. The fireworks go off. He even did a little a little reference to the Young Bucks. Did like a two sweet and things like that. It's sign point in season. Yeah. You almost forget. But, yeah. Cody Rhodes, I mean, a lot of us expected him to win, but still nice to see, you know, the Sami Zayn thing that's still got, you know, there's still time to get to that. But uh, yeah, nice to see, yeah, nice to see the support still there for Cody, despite the, uh, you know, the absence. Yeah. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun at WrestleMania. Yeah. Can't wait. That'll main and event that uh, at least night. I mean, I guess probably night one, night two. What do we think? Well, I mean, it still all depends on if they split those titles up. It's really going to depend if on not, how the rest of it shakes out. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it'll definitely be night two. Yeah. And then night one will be the women's. <gasps> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe. Uh, next up on the card, <laughs> um, grab your soda pop and sit back <laughs> and relax. It's time for the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Uh, of course, LA Knight taking on Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess here we go. So I guess uh, picture <laughs> Naomi's entrance over the course of an entire match. So <laughs> yeah. you had thought spotlight following them. I had thought like almost kind of like Strobe's spotlights that made it look creepy. But no, it was kind of like you went to uh, while like oh, like uh, bowling, like Friday night yeah. bowling. Laser Quest, Mini Putt, Glow in the Dark. La Knight has uh, highlighter yellow colored trunks. <laughs> and yeah, like, like, I socks mean socks and boots or whatever. So. Yeah, the match itself we'll talk about, but I thought the actual look of it, I thought it looked pretty cool with the You know, you know what? Yeah, n- neither of us uh, thought it would be a pitch like a black light pitch black. We didn't think about that. We thought maybe a little more uh a little more creepier. It looked cool. Yeah. It lo- it was cooler. It was more cool than creepy. Yeah. Yes. But I liked uh yeah, like the light sh- break comes out just looking like himself, but then when they turn the lights off, you see all this glow in the dark body paint. Which uh, I thought that was pretty cool, looking like a demon. All over his face, yeah. Yeah, his face, his arms, and yeah, everything was glowing. Like the ring ropes, they're glowing. La Knight's gear, everything's green. There was this one point uh, where they threw some kind of confetti that yeah, was glowing so in the dark that played really cool on TV. I have no clue what it would look like for the live crowd. I don't know if they could pick up a detail like that, but it played really yeah, it cool like- on TV. It looked like sparks or something exploding out. Like, it looked really cool. Yeah, it looked like sparks, uh, but then it kind of just kept uh, coloring out the rest of the shot for the rest of the match. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they fight to the floor. L.A. Knight jumps off the barricade onto Bray, and they crash through the announce table. And that's when the table explodes, and all this glow-in-the-dark confetti just goes flying everywhere, which, yeah, looked really cool. But uh, that was pretty much the only highlight of the actual match. Um Let's just, let, let, yeah, let's, just, let's just skip to the ending. Right? I mean, that's pretty much where we're at. We kind of, yeah, we kind table. of we climb we up onto a, like a little ramp staging Well, that was area. after the pinfall. 
first oh, Bray Wyatt right. hits, Sorry, my bad. hits the sister Abigail, yeah. gets the pin, gets the win. Uh, and then he goes to the corner, puts on this red mask for whatever reason. And then, yeah, they fight. They keep fighting into the crowd near this little side area, this large platform. Uh, Wyatt knocks Knight down. And then Uncle Howdy appears above them on this big platform and then just jumps off uh, for an elbow drop. Don't know if he hit Knight. <laughs> it looked like he might have overshot it a bit. He either overshot it or over overshot it or like to the left. <laughs> like it definitely yeah. wasn't on him. Whatever. But when he lands, a bunch of pyro and fireballs just shoot off in the air. And that was it. Only a five minute match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the wrestling was pretty bad. But the visual, I like the visual. It looked it cool, cool on but. TV. I think, um, you know, unfortunately for me, unfor yeah, it, it was all it was all fine and good. It looked cool, like you had said, but uh, for me, only reinforcing that, and we've said this here on the show before, but this is Bray Wyatt's last chance. We have said this <laughs> before. It is on record, and uh, seeing five minute matches uh, it d doesn't, uh, you know, it, it doesn't help that particular particular part of the his, you know, the argument. Yeah, I mean, he could do better than this. This was not good. But, yeah, the look of it was better than I thought it would be. But the actual wrestling was shit. Yeah, because he's always, like, creepy, he can't be vulnerable. And I think there's a certain charm about a character, be about a wrestler being vulnerable in a match. Mm-hmm. And that's something that he can't play because he's he's scary and he's mysterious, right? It's uh, it's it, it's it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. This this whole uh, this whole wrestling business. But uh, you know that was the match. I guess we'll wait to see what Bray Wyatt's next thing is, or do we think that he hangs on with LA Knight uh, until Mania? Because I guess Mania would probably be the next match he'd have. Uh, he's not really a week to week um, wrestler. No, I think uh, we have to see Uncle Howdy get in the ring at some point if he's if he's gonna stick around to see who he actually is. Yeah. So maybe Wyatt fights Howdy or they team up. I don't know. Maybe that'll be the WrestleMania. But hopefully LA Knight can separate and go do his own thing because he's been getting himself over with his promos on, on SmackDown every week. Yeah, so Bray's had, uh, since coming back to WWE, he's had four matches at house shows and then this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he uh, he's on that MJF schedule. <laughs> yeah. Next match. Uh, uh, let's get to the next match here on the card, though, because why the hell not? Uh, we have our Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair taking on Alexa Bliss uh, during Alexa Bliss's entrance. Um, there was a you know the, the video package had a, had a had a particular like emphasis on Uncle Howdy again. Yeah, they're still they're still doing that. We're still teasing pushing, all that. We're still pushing that. Uh, but we bit re ring the bell. We start get we we and we get hands. You ever heard that expression? Yeah. Get hands. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the match itself not a whole lot. They go back and forth a little bit. Alexa Bliss hits her big DDT finisher, but Belair is able to kick out. And then Alexa teases going for the Manable Claw at one point, but Bianca just blocks it. It's the KOD, gets the win, retains her belt. Only seven minutes, 35 seconds. <gasps> so, the yeah, the really Rumble nuts. is the Rumble must be hard to book other matches. 
um, you know, short of the yeah the the quality of the two rumbles. There's a you know there's a history of w of world championships being defended at the rumble, you know. Uh, yeah. But just to, yeah, there, this is the spot where it's almost like maybe nothing. Then if 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 the story's not there, if it's not enough for us to really 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 care about it, because <laughs> uh, this is going to be a hot wrestling crowd, right? This isn't fucking you know the rumbles. A, it's a serious pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. No, the match just never really. Got going to a high degree. Uh, so, yeah, Belair wins. And then Alexa afterwards just collects herself. Another creepy video plays. Just more Bray Wyatt teasing. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah, it was a pretty quick and uh, pretty quick and dirty. Bianca Belair will have to await to see what who, who her challenger may be. Because it's uh, the Women's Rumble is next up. Uh, and... Um, in, in what was a lot of fun, fucking top down, Mike, our first two entrants of the night, however, uh, we have Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan coming out. Yeah, so Rhea at number one, selling her ribs when she first comes out. Yeah, of course, from remember that, uh, from the Men's Rumble, she was attacked. Yeah, so her and Liv, uh, two fan favorites, both former champions, good way to kick it off and... Yeah, they're slugging it out, and then we get Dana Brooke, we get Emma, Shayna Baszler, Bailey, B-Fab. At some point during all this, Rhea gets her nose busted a bit, so she's bleeding a bit. Uh, I think they wiped it off later, so... Yeah, they they, they wiped it off because you could tell because they wiped off like a big chunk of her lipstick, t- <laughs> of her lipstick, <laughs> too. It was like she's had like this half face for a second, uh, which is a good look. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, thankfully, yeah, not a broken nose or anything because it seemed to stop bleeding pretty quick. Uh, then we get our first surprise NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez here in her home state of Texas. So she got a pretty nice pop. Uh, yeah, it looked good. Only lasted about five minutes or so, but uh, I think they were trying to protect her, make her. You know, don't want to get her injured well, yeah, a week she, before so she, the... Yeah, she gets eliminated by the entirety of the uh, of damage control. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, Dakota Kai, Io Sky come out next. So, yeah, they're all working together. Get rid of Roxy, like you said, which I'm glad the fans booed. They, they showed support for Roxanne there. Nice to see. Yeah, at least, yeah, uh, it's good. They, it's nice when people know who the uh, NXT superstar is. Yeah. Then we get the veteran Natalia making her return at 11, followed by Candice LeRae. And our next surprise, Zoe Stark, another visitor from NXT. And uh, she lasts a lot longer, 26 minutes. So she did pretty good. And, uh, then we got Zia Lee looking strong. Becky Lynch, who gets one of the biggest reactions of the night. As she, as she should. Yeah. And, of course, she just goes right after damage control. So they're still got their thing going on. And just like that, we're halfway through. Tegan Knox, number 16. And uh, commentary was just arguing about what it means to be the shiniest wizard. I don't know. Some Yeah. some Yeah. They. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then at number 17, we get the returning Asuka. And she's got a remix theme song and a remixed look. Probably to one of the reactions of the night too. Uh, yeah, at least person, at least on my couch. Uh, this I think was for everyone. 
<laughs> this was one of the biggest reactions. Yeah, because she came out wearing this like white demon mask. But you know, dragon. if somebody's coming out dressed like that, <laughs> you know who it is. Oh, yeah, we all knew who it was, but the mask was there just for the reveal. When she pulls off the mask, reveals her classic evil clown killer, Kana, uh, the character she was in Japan. So she's got her whole face painted up, like white and blue, some shorter hair, looking amazing right there. Uh, and as soon as she took the mask off, revealed that face paint, the crowd was just going nuts and uh, instantly became one of the top three favorites in the match. Just like that, and oh yeah, if yeah. if Oscar's in the ring, there is a chance she'll win. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah, and with the, and with that new psycho killer look, she's even better. Keska say, fa 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 fa. <laughs> so yeah, she had a great showing. Uh, then out next, we got Piper Niven. Dewdrop is dead. Piper is back. And commentary went to town about dropping. They do you. <laughs> they kept. They, they did a lot of puns. Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee. Like, do you think she's gonna drop a big elbow? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Pat McAfee was really on his game tonight. <laughs> yeah. So Piper was good. She was over half an hour there, and uh, then we had Tamina, followed by our next surprise, Chelsea Green, number twenty. She got a nice pop. Uh, but as soon as she gets in the ring, she's immediately eliminated by Rhea Ripley. So Chelsea Green officially sets the record, all-time record for shortest time in a women's rumble at five seconds. Oh, boy. Five seconds. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after that, Becky is able to eliminate Dakota and Io. So two-thirds of damage control are gone. But then Bailey dumps Becky from behind. So Becky's eliminated crowd is not happy not happy about that crowd wanted to see uh becky probably go uh, pretty long here yeah but then Liv morgan runs in tosses bailey to the floor so big pop for that so becky and damage control just continue fighting on the floor so their feud lives on uh then we got zelina vega coming out next dressed as jewelry from Street Fighter. Yeah, I never know <laughs> what she's dressed as, but I always know she's dressed as something. <laughs> yeah, nice uh, video game cross promotion. They even did like a little quick Street Fighter Six ad. So she's the voice <laughs> of um, like the 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 in-game commentary for the game. That's what they said. But now, Mike, was this a game that you uh, were going to play anyway, so you can do the research for us? Yeah, it's not out until June, but I'll probably play it at some point. Fantastic. Like uh, let us know. Let us know in June what what happens. Yeah. They even did like an homage to the game at one point when uh, Vega and Zaya Lee, they were on the apron. So it was like a 2D plane like in the games. And she starts actually doing some of the moves, <laughs> some of Jewelry's special moves. Jewelry's special moves. Yeah. Knocks Zylee to the floor. She can't throw a fireball or anything, but she can do the kicks <laughs> and the punches. Oh, what do you mean she can't but, throw a fireball? <laughs> I mean, they can. Chris Jericho did it, so other people can do it. It's possible. Alexa Bliss did it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we got Raquel Rodriguez up next. She got a nice big pop. Another person from close by. A couple towns over, I think. And Yeah, she was looking good in the match. And then we got Meechin, Lacey Evans... Who just returned on SmackDown the night before? Two, uh, and she returned to fucking crickets. On SmackDown or at the Rumble? At the Rumble. Uh, she was getting some boo. I don't think 
it's, it's the music. We need the old music back. Okay. I think we need something. When back. she did her taunt in the ring, I saw people booing. Oh, yeah? She was like, salute me! Oh, okay, yeah, she did and scream salute back. me. You're, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, then our next surprise, the only legend in this year's Royal Rumble, we had Michelle McCool, who was actually just watching from the crowd with her daughters. And uh, she's like, oh, I guess I'm in. So she takes off her sweater, abandons her two children to go wrestle and... Yeah, that that was pretty fun. That was a good that was a good spot. <laughs> yeah. And then her big moment, she hits Zelina with the Faith Breaker. Also known as a Styles Clash, but gets a nice pop there. And then uh another surprise, Indy Hartwell. Uh but unfortunately she didn't last very long, under five minutes. Yeah. And then Sonya Deville, followed by Shotzi, who comes out in her tank, but this entrance ramp Way too long for her to drive that tank all the way down, so she just <laughs> gets out. And yeah, it, it's pretty runs. much she does. She goes the length that she would on TV. Yeah, but then there's still like another mile. Yeah, and then there's a curve to it as well. Yeah, it's it's a long uh, ramp. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, number twenty nine, Nikki Cross, and she just full on sprinted. She did the Ultimate Warrior entrance, just running down to the ring. Well, yeah, you have. Dude, the thing's a mile and a half long. I mean, most people jog, but she was a sprint. She was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Either way, that was number 29. So we're down to the big number 30. Everyone's favorite number, the big anticipation. And they completely botched it by not even having the countdown. How they, did they miss that? You know, <laughs> the most important moment of the rumble Everyone's wrestling, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nia Jax music just starts playing. So everyone just turns, like, what the fuck? I'm not and like then they, most they, girls. And then for a quick second, the countdown appears, and they're for like three seconds, they take it away. They're like, oh, no. Like, we missed, missed it. it. Yeah. So the moment passed. Uh, Nia Jax, though, her music, her graphics, uh, at least they're recognizable enough that people knew who she was. And I mean, I know we don't like her, but the crowd reacted. She's, uh, I guess they're gonna, yeah, she's a returning star, so people are gonna react, but. Well, I mean, and the crowd has uh, always felt differently towards Nia Jax than you and I have. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she gets in the ring, and just like the men's rumble a few years ago, they all just gang up, surround her, attack her. Uh, Rhea goes to lift her, but Nia's just so bad, she doesn't even try to help, doesn't try to jump or anything, so. Just kind of drops her down and, uh, yeah, then she lifts her up, hits the riptide. But again, the unathletic Nia just doesn't even jump. So Rhea only gets her like a foot off the ground. Um, but the crowd still pops. <laughs> but I mean, that's on Nia because we've seen Rhea lift Luke Gallows with no problem. Oh, not yeah. Uh, it, this is not a Rhea Ripley problem. Yeah, this is Nia not knowing how to wrestle problem. But, uh, so anyways, they all work together. They toss Naya over the ropes. So thankfully, she's gone in under two minutes. Uh, just like that, we're down to the final five. You got Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan. Uh, Raquel tries to hit a Tahana bomb on Rhea, but she gets countered. Raquel gets thrown to the floor. So she's eliminated, which bums out the crowd. But uh, good performance by her. Good to see her growing every every week. She seems to be building her way up to title contender yeah. pretty quickly. Feels good. 
Well, I mean, yeah, now, yeah. now, you know, I mean, we didn't see Charlotte Flair on this show, but she's there. She's there, too. Yeah. So there's two titles to go for. So, uh, yeah, so Raquel's eliminated. Nikki Cross, she's the next one eliminated. So we're down to the final three. Asuka, Rhea, and Liv. High stakes here. Exciting moment when all three women, they're over the top rope, standing on the apron, just inches away from losing. That's when Asuka sprays the blue mist. Ripley ducks, but Liv Morgan gets misted right in the face. So she's blind. Uh, Rhea kicks Asuka's feet out. She falls to the floor. So the final two women are the two women that started the match, Rhea and Liv. Uh, but Liv is still blind. This was the year of the, uh, the the marathon runs. Yeah, a lot of, lot of long-lasting... Uh, performances this year mm. but uh yeah Liv she's still blinded by that blue mist uh she's able to hit a code breaker on the apron though so Rhea slips she's hanging off dangling her feet above the floor just hanging on the top rope Liv's still blind tries to punch Rhea off but Rhea, Rhea lifts her legs up grabs a head scissors on Liv throws her to the floor Rhea Ripley Royal Rumble winner on to headline Wrestlemania She's pointing at the sign, baby. She's busted open and pointing at the sign. Yeah. Great match. Great performance. Yeah. I think uh, by, by, by everyone, too. There was, uh, there was some fun moments here. You know, there was some excitement there in the middle. Uh, love yeah, seeing more Indy surprises Hartwell. than the men. Yeah. And, uh, you know, both Rhea and Liv, since they were both one and two, they tied for the, the longest record ever in a women's Royal Well, I guess shouldn't, shouldn't Rhea Ripley technically have like a second more or something? You know, <laughs> like they sh she should. Right? I mean, I guess, I guess. But uh, either way, one hour, one minute, eight seconds is the time for them. Wow. Or nine seconds. Yeah. Hell of a performance. I'm, sh by I'm both sure women. they shattered the record. I'm sure. I, I bet. I think Sasha yeah, I think, Banks had it before. It was either her or Bianca. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they probably beat them by five or ten minutes. And uh, Rhea had the most eliminations in this year's Rumble with seven. So she she's gonna have some. Weight. She's gonna have some Kane numbers coming up soon. Uh, yeah. When in terms all. <laughs> of over, yeah, in terms of overall eliminations, I, I bet she's probably up there right now. She's still got a few more years, uh, but yeah. Great showing by her and Liv Morgan, uh, who's still a fan favorite. Hopefully, keep some momentum off this because, I mean, this match showed the fans are behind her and she can go an hour on a big stage when you give her the opportunity. So, See, that's the thing. We want long ass wrestling matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want so, it. Awesome. Yeah, great stuff. Rhea Ripley, though, it's her time. Um, we'll find out on Raw who she's going to challenge. For that belt if she uh if she goes smack I'm, I'm gonna say she should go smackdown get that <laughs> get that uh tr a quadruple crown she could have she, if, <laughs> the grand slam the, yeah if she, if she could do raw tag smackdown and nxt and nxt uk yeah she'd be the first woman to have all those um and deservingly so yeah She'd literally be only missing one title, the NXT Women's Tag, which... Which didn't even yeah. exist when she was on the brand. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would have had it by then. But, uh, yeah, very decorated. But we'll get to that follow-up on Raw. 
Uh, but then for no good reason, before, I guess they wanted to cool the crowd down a bit so they can hype them back up for the main event. We got a quick little concert in between matches for this guy they've been pushing. I never heard of, but he was in, He was in the intro package. I think his song was like, you know, the song of the rumble or whatever. This was bad. I, this, this was yeah. so bad. So the thing that stood out to me the most was when he was playing, uh, the song had acoustic guitar. But there was only electric guitars in the ring. Well, yeah, there's going to be so, a backing uh, track or two. That's normal. That's <laughs> normal. But they're not even trying to hide it. Like, this was like top of the pops kind of thing. And I, I, I think I mean, he was actually singing. The crowd was like his singing cold scene. as hell. Yeah, it was a waste of time. Uh, they even had to remove the ring ropes to do this. But whatever. Let's just move on <laughs> uh, to the main event. The big undisputed universal title match. Roman Reigns defends against Kevin Owens. And yeah, like we said earlier in the show, Roman told the other guys to stay back. So it's just Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman at ringside. Uh, yeah, just a real hot crowd. They're chanting for Sami Uso right off the bat. And we just get, you know, hard fought, competitive match. Kevin Owens hitting some big frog splashes. Uh, Reigns hits a Superman punch. Owens kicks out. And then later, Reigns is down. Kevin Owens, he goes for a move we've seen him do before. Where he's on the second rope. He jumps up and twists around to hit a moonsault. But uh, unfortunately, this time he slipped and botched it a bit. Just kind of fell to the mat. Didn't quite work out. Which, I mean, yeah, he's hit it before, but not in a while. So maybe that's why. But uh, he just gets rack up, goes for a regular second rope moonsault instead. But Romans rolls out of the way and then hits a spear. But Owens is able to kick out of that. Then a bit later, Owens goes for a stunner. Reigns counters, shoves him right into the referee, which knocks the ref out. Then Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb, but there's nobody there to make the count. Uh, so Reigns takes advantage, hits Owens with a low blow. And then he yells at Sammy to grab him a chair. But Sammy hesitates. He's like, you told me you told me not to do anything. You said do nothing. But Roman's like, give me a chair. So, Grab me the chair. <laughs> so Sammy listens. He grabs the chair, but he hesitates. He's just kind of standing there before he finally, finally slides the chair into Reigns. But this whole delay allowed Owens to hit Roman with a stunner. Makes the cover just as the referee comes back for a big 2.9. Big near fall there. The crowd bit on that one. And then KO, he goes for another pop-up powerbomb, but this time Reigns counters midair with a Superman punch. Then he hits a spear, but Co Owens kicks out. So Reigns is just in disbelief. The crowd's chanting, this is awesome. <laughs> Owens is on the floor, crawling towards Sammy. Sammy's just, stay down, what's wrong with you? And showing some concern there for his friend, but that's when Reigns just comes charging in with a big spear, breaking through the barricade. And then Owens uh, crawls his way over to the steel steps. Reigns grabs him, slams him hard backwards, like right onto the edge I of the steps. I don't know how you, that you make that look safe, or like <laughs> how you that was back of neck on corner of stair. Yeah, your neck and, and skull right on the he edge. Did it again, twice in a <laughs> row. Like, how do you do that? Um, yeah, just a crazy looking bump. Sammy's in shock just seeing this happen in front of him and 
Uh, yeah, I don't know how he didn't crack his skull open or anything there. K- Ko, if you're out there, let us know how you. Uh, <laughs> let us know <laughs> what the fuck happened. Yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, Sammy just got his mouth hanging open, and Heyman's like, "Sammy, acknowledge your chief." And then he slowly raises the one in the air, but he's still just in shock, seeing his friend potentially murdered. And uh, Reigns just throws Owens back in the ring, picks him up. Owens gives one last slap in the face in defiance, but then Reigns hits him with a spear, gets the win, retains the title. Uh, and a lot, a lot of near falls there too. Yeah, it was a fun match, fun match. But uh, the biggest moment of the night came afterwards. What came afterwards when? was what uh, <laughs> sparked the crowd. Uh, ooh, what Usos come out? Solo Sokoa is there too. Yeah, Jay Uso Jay, is about grabs, to put a lay. He's about to uh, put one of these red lays onto Sami Zayn before Roman Reigns stops him in the act. Yeah, says this ain't done yet. So the Usos start beating down Owen some more. Hit him with a one D. They put him in the corner with the chair around his head. So Solo does the big running hip attack, smashing the chair in his throat. You know the same move that has kept Riddle out for two months. <laughs> Uh, then, oh, yeah, during the coke all this, to the dome! Oh, the <laughs> devastating! So Sammy's still just watching on, looking Being very concerned. to watch, Mike. Yeah, but we're not done. Paul Heyman pulls out not one, but two sets of handcuffs. They grab each of his arms. They cuff Owen to the top rope, almost crucifying him at this point, the way he's standing. It was, and, it, it was very Jesus-like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's beaten up he can't defend himself he's cuffed to the ropes the Usos just unleash a barrage of super kicks like 10 in a row to the face They the young bucks were d- even uh, <laughs> should have been there they're like guys calm down this is our thing uh, <laughs> guys that's too many and then Reigns grabs the chair he's ready to smash the helpless Owens his brains in but Sammy steps in front to stop him. And the crowd pops big. They chant Sammy. Uh, Sammy tells Roman, you don't need to do this. This is beneath you. You know, you're better than this. That's said, it's over. It's over. It's over. And Reigns says, you're right. You should do it. And then he just holds the chair up. Makes Sammy take the chair. You can tell Sammy wants no part of this, but... He takes the chair. Roman's just yelling at him. You want to be a part of the bloodline? You do what I say. Otherwise, go do jackass shit. Sammy, the emotion on his face. He just wants no part of this. But Reigns is yelling at him. Are you crying? Then he shoves Sammy in the face. Pie faces him a couple times. And for a brief second, Sammy butts foreheads with Roman. Uh, But then he backs down. Reigns just keeps yelling. Sammy cocks the chair up. The crowd's chanting for Sammy. And then he nails Roman in the back. The crowd explodes. Oh my God. Like pop of the year pop right there. Pop of the year. This is, this is an <laughs> automatic nominee. Holy shit. Yeah. They did such a good job. Like the placement. There was a couple times where he looked like he was going to do it and he didn't. And then bam. He finally hits him. The crowd just goes wild. The moment we've been waiting months for. Uh, so Reigns is down. Sammy's just looking pissed off. Jey Uso's 
just like, what did you do? You were my brother. He's in disbelief. <laughs> Sammy turns. <laughs> yeah. So Sammy turns. He's like, I'm sorry. Uh, but then Jimmy jumps in, super kicks Sammy, starts punching the hell out of him. Uh, and then Solo hits him with the Samoan spike. So Jimmy and Solo just pounding away. But the whole time, Jay just sitting in the corner, just distraught. And the crowd notices. They start chanting for Jay. And Jimmy's like, what you doing, Oos? This ain't your brother. We are. But Jay has seen enough. He gets down, rolls out of the ring, and abandons the bloodline. Just another huge pop. What a moment. People are going wild. Um, yeah, Jay, though, he's an emotional wreck. He's, like, crying. He's got his hands on his face as he's walking up the ramp. He knows what this means. But... Yeah, he gets a standing ovation on the way out. Uh, they keep going, though. Roman just picks up the chair, hits Sammy with eight stiff chair shots in a row. <laughs> you counted? And then just, I counted. <laughs> and then just punches the shit out of him. He rips the honorary Oos shirt right off his chest. Uh, and then he grabs the leg that they were going to put on him and just starts ripping the flowers off. Dropping them onto the Sammy. It's a very loud, fuck you, Roman chant starts. <laughs> and they very quickly tried to uh, dim it on, on the TV mix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they did much. They couldn't. It came they through couldn't. pretty clear. It was too hard. 50,000 50, strong. 51,000 Texans cheering for yeah. this little boy from Montreal. <laughs> The dad was looking at his seven-year-old kid like, come on, say it. <laughs> Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> say it. He gave him a pass. Free pass. <laughs> you could say it tonight, son. <laughs> so, yeah, the bloodline leave the ring. Sammy and Owens are just dead. Uh, and that's how we close the show. Jesus Christ. What? Yeah, that's... And that's why, that's... <laughs> and that's why this was the main event. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't close with anything else. Anything this was just else. Such one of the all-time, uh, one of the greatest storylines in the history of wrestling, I would say. You would even, even say Dave that? Even Dave Meltzer agrees on that. Yeah. Wow. And even Uncle Dave agrees. I mean, this whole segment was just perfectly executed. The moment we've been waiting for. Um, so, Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah. And in your professional opinion, what are the parameters in terms of the five-star match? Like, is it from bell ring or is it from entrance music to people no longer on the camera? Is that the entirety of the match or is a match bell to bell? Um... Because if they're, I mean, like, of course, uh, people have beaten each other up before. You know, they're both in the ring. So before the bell can ring, and, you know, you would include that in parts of what you're talking about. But, you know, when the characters are still on TV, there's the cameras are still on them. They're still clearly doing something. Is that still included as part <laughs> of the match? Um, I mean, I wouldn't count this as part of it because, I mean, Sami Zayn wasn't even in the match. Okay. It was all around him. Okay, that's fair. That's but, fair. I mean, I get what you're saying, though. You I get, get what, what I'm saying, saying but... because the, if depending on your parameter, this is an immediate five-star match, right? If we rate the segment, it's a five-star segment. If the, seg if the sure. segment is from <laughs> the entrance music to, uh, you know, like on to the next thing, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I know what you're saying, but for me, I wouldn't count it as part of the match, but... That's fine. That's why I was. That's fine. That's why I was wondering. I just had to know. Yeah, but I mean, in a different match, it could have been part of the match. If it was like a last man standing match, and this all happened before the final bell, then that would be good point. Good point. That could be grounds for a five stars. But <laughs> either way, just what an amazing ending. Uh, which I mean, at the end of the show, we already know Cody's going to WrestleMania, but we all want to see Sammy fight Roman and. I mean, the rumors are now, uh, I mean, the timing is too perfect. Elimination Chamber in Montreal. That's the time for Sammy to get his shot, I guess, against Roman. No, but I don't want him to get a shot. I want him to win. Well, title shot. I mean, we all want him to win, but, yeah, that's going to be tough. Tough timing. I, it always only is Cody. I wonder. I wonder if we could. Uh, you know, what did they book first, Sami Zayn or the fucking Elimination Chamber? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, if Cody's injury had been like six months longer, then Sammy probably would be going to main event WrestleMania, but I don't know. There's still time to split the titles, but it's looking like it's not going to happen the more closer we get. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to, and I've thought, I've thought, of, I've thought of all the sides. I've thought of all the uh, potentials. I've looked at the I've looked at what Roman Reigns' title reign would be at WrestleMania for both titles. He yeah. would he would have the longest reign since like fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um <clears throat> you know and, and and all these sorts of things and I think he would just be like a 10 or 11 in terms of overall WWE championship days held. But Mike, like you just said, yeah. right, like you just said right there, if this is one of the best stories you've ever seen, <laughs> that's where you got to go out, then, right? Like, right? If it's one of the best things that's ever happened, and there's a clear path that how the crowd wants it to end, you got to take that end, right? It's 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 Kofi Mania, <laughs> but to, but times yeah. a, a thousand. No, no disrespect, Ben. It's yeah, Kofi. If it was up to me, or Brian Danielson. I mean, no, Kofi. I mean, that's the thing. When Kofi, they they had two titles. He won his title in the middle of the show, but we're in a different set of circumstances. I don't know. It's hard to say, but if Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns is the main event at Elimination Chamber, that's going to be one of the hottest crowds you've ever seen. Yeah, but but Sami's Sami Sami's not going to win an elimination. You think he's going to win an Elimination Chamber? No, I don't think so. Exactly, he would have to win at Mania. I know. And that's what scares point, me. That's what they're playing. So, okay, so do you think at the end of this, will Sami Zayn hold the WWE uh, uh, championship at, at the end of all this? At some point, but it might not be at WrestleMania. It might have to be later in the year. Okay. And he's going to beat Roman or but, no? I don't know. If it was up to me, they would. Cody and Sami could both beat Roman at WrestleMania, but... Until they split the titles, we're not going to get that. But what if they do, Mike? Believe. You have to believe, Mike. <laughs> I believe it's possible. You believe it's possible. I'm sure you do. Uh, yeah. So do I. So do I. I th it has to happen one way for me. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen that one way, I'm going to riot. I'm going to riot, Mike. <laughs> uh, let's take a break, though. That was the whole rumble. 
All right, let's take let's a break. We're that. gonna come back. Uh, maybe some second half action. God, how all we that we juiced up that Rumble show. So maybe we'll get to a greatest hits uh, here in the second half of the hour. Uh, but you should uh, stick around. <laughs> brothers wrestling podcast we are back it is sign point in season uh so let's kick off the show or let's get into the show rather uh we got to crown a brand new tweet league champion it's the tweet of the week it's the tweet of the week do not think we forgot because this week's tweet league champ- 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 champion is none other than Sami Zayn. Who uh, recently posted out a photo, uh, put out a photo on his Twitter um, of uh, I guess it was Garbage Day. He was putting out his garbage, and leaning <laughs> up against the garbage is uh, um, framed uh, Sammy Uso uh, Survivor Series uh, chair. You know the padded chair, the uh, yeah. and Usos and Zayn finger up on the entrance ramp. And all of them in the ring, like the whole bloodline in the ring, autographed, fingers up. Um, and then, of course, the photo at the end of War Games, you know, uh, when they were all kind of embracing and Roman really, truly embraced Sammy for the first time. Uh, these were yeah. all just sitting in the tr- out on the trash outside of Sami Zayn's house. Uh, and he tweeted out to the world. So congratulations to anybody who maybe they know where Sami Zayn lives or uh, maybe they were just a I passerby. Wish- I was gonna say, I wish I was his neighbor. I could just, I would have loved that. If they were just a passerby who happened to know uh, who Sami Zayn was, maybe uh, you may have come home with some uh, incredible stuff. Sami Zayn, now five-time Tweet of the Week champion. Wow, you ever found uh, anything cool being thrown out, left out on the curb? I don't think anything like cool. I definitely. Uh, oh, I I have a I have a I have a shelf here that I I have. <laughs> But but I've had yeah. it for since my house in High Park. Like it's traveled with me for the last like four or five years, and uh, found it in the, in a walk to brunch, and then said, "If it's still there when we're coming back, we'll take it with <laughs> us." And it was still there, and it's it's a corner uh, shelf, so it's um it like it has like a ninety degree angle there, and then it kind of circles out. It's uh yeah. it's perfect. Nice. It's perfect for me. What about you? Yeah, I found a uh, fully functioning, the original Nintendo, the NES, in the box. Oh, wow. Super Mario Brothers. I mean, this was like in the 2000s, but still, in the box, it's worth like a couple hundred bucks now. So I've still got that in my closet. Well, you got, you have all the, uh, you have all the Nintendo consoles, don't you? Yeah, but I never had it perfectly in the box like that. Do you you have them all in the box? No, not all of them. Okay. The new ones I keep the boxes for, the new ones now that I'm older. Of course. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's from 1985, so it's a bit of a collector's thing. Damn. It's an idiot. I was just throwing it out. Yeah, Could some... have sold it to Microplay or anything. <laughs> is, my, is Microplay still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I bet, yeah, they're like the only independent game store, I guess, so they have, they, they have the market. The new market. <laughs> Good one. Uh, congratulations to you with your NES, me with my shelf, and to anybody who might be Sami Zayn's neighbor. But let's get uh, let's let's breeze through some of the second half stuff. Uh, yeah, because yeah. we're, we're here on a late ass show. But let's uh, let's open up our I guess post Rumble. Let's get right. 
the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, he is here, and he is here to let his intentions known uh, that that he's coming for Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, he doesn't really have a choice. He does not, uh, literally does not have a choice in the matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, even though we all love Sami Zayn, they're not taking it out on Cody. He got a nice, nice big, you deserve it chant, big ovation, and... Yeah, it just kind of goes over his history, his journey, leaving WWE, coming back, bleeding all over the world. Uh, so Roman Reigns, I'm coming for you in 62 days. And uh, yeah, that's his promo mm-hmm. when he goes to leave Judgment Day, come out. And uh, yeah, they just insult Cody and Edge comes out. And anyways, they tell us that Rhea Ripley's going to reveal her decision a bit later. Yeah, they do. They do their thing. Um, I guess uh, there 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 is a match though. So we we're we're doing these elimination chamber qualifying matches. Yeah. So okay. I mean, originally, I thought maybe you know Cody won the Rumble. He'll challenge for the WWE title, and then we can have an elimination chamber to see who's going to challenge for the Universal title. But that's not happening because uh, they're just going to throw the U.S. title in the chamber. Yeah, so we're going to qualify for that match. I'm still waiting for a swerve because I'm booking how I want it to go. Uh, So I'm still waiting for a swerve on that one. But, yeah, it's going to be a U.S. championship uh, opportunity. And the actual match is Seth Rollins and Chad Gable, which was pretty good. Yeah, being a good match. Uh, Of course, Rollins gets the win with a pedigree, so he's going to the chamber. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this chamber match as it comes up. Uh, what other? We have another qualifying match here on the night. I think another couple. Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, yeah, I think JBL got involved, so Dexter Loomis pulls out a hatchet to scare him off, and then and he like he like uh, fucking threw it into the announce table. Like it was arguably <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's got experience. In the axe throwing uh, leagues. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> he larps a lot. <laughs> so, anyways, Corbin goes for end of days. Johnny counters with a roll up, gets the three count. So Johnny Gargano getting himself a big spot on the pay per view. Big opportunity, yeah. It should be a lot of fun to see a guy like that in a in a heavy match like that. Yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley does come out, talks about the big win at the Rumble, and. Uh, yeah, you know, everyone everyone wants to know the big decision, who she's going to face at WrestleMania. And she says three years ago she stood here and she told that year's Rumble winner, Charlotte, to challenge her, which was for the NXT title at the time. And she says Charlotte's always in the title picture and uh, I'm the disruptor. I don't like things being overplayed. So she tells Charlotte, enjoy it while it lasts because at WrestleMania, I'm coming for you. Let's go. Uh, yeah, this let's... this is my best case scenario. I think this is probably uh, probably my f- top two women in the division uh, going at each other. For for me personally, this this is a match that I know is gonna fucking hit. Uh, I mean everything it could. Yeah, it'll be. I I thought she was gonna go for Bianca, but at the end of the day, you know, if this means Charlotte loses the title, then that's that's perfect. Well, because Mike, you know what? Well, we all know what the best part of Charlotte losing the title is, is that she can just win it. No, she she can just win it back (laughs) and get another reign. See, like you're not seeing big picture here. Yeah, as long as Rhea wins, that's all that matters. Exactly. Uh, so we did that. 
Um, uh, yeah, then we got... Uh, so The Miz came out. He was complaining about not being at the Elimination Chamber. Adam Pierce says, I'm sick of this. We got someone who's banging on his door for an opportunity. The newest member of Monday Night Raw. We get the return of Rick Boogs. Boogs, baby. I knew he was I knew he was close to a comeback. Of course, you know, I watch his YouTube uh, channel with, with every video that comes out. Uh, yeah, so I, I knew he was close to a return, just physically based on uh, what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, it was nearly 10 months ago, so a long time for recovery. Uh, you know, you could have thrown him in the Rumble, that Rey Mysterio spot. You could have had Boogs come back That would have but... been a fun pop, I think. Yeah, but, oh well, he has a quick match. He beats The Miz, uh, so at least Boogs got a nice win there. Yeah, at least he did something. There's another qualifying match, Bronson Reed and Dolph Ziggler. Bronson Reed, remember he came back a couple, like a month ago. Uh, wasn't in the yep. Rumble either. No, he could have been uh, in the Rumble. <laughs> he could have. He uh, hits a big power bomb and then the tsunami splash. So he gets the big win. Bronson Reed going to the chamber. Uh, then backstage, Adam Pierce announces that we're also going to have a women's elimination chamber match to determine the challenger for Bianca Belair's title at WrestleMania. And he announces the first four participants, uh, the final four in the Rumble. So, uh, well, not including Rhea. So Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Nikki Cross automatically qualify. And then the other two spots we'll figure out next couple of weeks. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great to see. Yeah. Main event, though. Uh, Main event, though, is Finn, uh, Finn Balor and Cody Rhodes. Uh, lucky us, yeah. we get fucking Cody, two Cody Rhodes matches one night. Uh, or sorry, like in uh, in two days rather, like back to back. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. One cool thing during Cody's entrance, he gave his welt weight belt to these two young kids that were dressed up. They had the full on Cody coat jacket, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they had the Funko Pop with the neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he gave them both a hug, and their mom was standing behind them. She like put her hand on her chest, like oh. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Let's go on. Let's <laughs> keep moving. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, Cody wins as he should. Uh, there was a lot of outside stuff. Edge came out, Judgment Day, Beth Phoenix, so all that's still going on. Uh, but yeah, Cody gets the big win over Finn Balor. Uh, also, one other thing on the show, we also got the return of Carmella. Yes. Who, after seven months, seven months gone, she's back. Okay. So she might be vying for one of those chamber spots. We'll see. Yeah. Sneaker in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, that was your raw summary. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pretty great show. Pretty great fallout. Great to see that. Co- uh, you know, everyone's made their intentions clear uh, right off the bat. Both Rhea Ripley yeah. and uh, so I guess we'll maybe start even seeing maybe just Rhea or all of Judgment Day over on SmackDown. Because uh, it's funny these two top factions <coughs> have been all over here on Raw. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to break Rhea apart from the group but um yeah I don't know I don't know what happens or or will Rhea be playing double duty uh across Maybe. everything yeah I mean the rumor is that the draft is going to return after WrestleMania so that could be a way to get them all over on SmackDown Yeah we'll see yeah I mean Dominic still needs to fight his father so he's on SmackDown you got to get him over there somehow I don't know 
Or move them all to SmackDown, maybe. Yeah. Like like you said, dis- like you said, disruptors. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the entirety of Raw. What about a quick little? Uh, what about a quick little NXT Vengeance Day pr- preview? NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Because the show happens. Of course, the pay per view is happening this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything was just kind of to hype up that. We did get the in-ring debut of streamer Stevie Turner. Uh, she was looking good, but uh, yeah. Let's look at the Vengeance Day thing, the card. Well, the Vengeance Day card, of course, we know what is coming up. We do have the uh, the triple threat, right between yeah, Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and J.C. Jane. It seems as yeah. though it seems as though Toxic Attraction is standing uh, is standing t- strong together, uh, but but as we all know, two people can't win a match. That's never happened, right? Now, Mike, I guess as so, one person has held a tag team championship, but has two have two people ever held uh, a singles championship? Uh, it has happened. It has. So there is a precedent. Once. But I mean, there's also other things. Uh, like I think that they literally cut the title in half with the old woman's title. <laughs> or they could do that old thing, you know, where they're like, uh, you know, like in Seinfeld when, uh, <laughs> with Elaine's bike. <laughs> and like, you know, like, I'll cut it in half. And Elaine's like, great, cut it in half. And Newman's like, no, I'd rather see it uh, uh, yeah. alive and well or healthy than uh, hurt. And then Kramer's like, yeah. it's yours because you care for it. <laughs> uh, and there was another time when Stone Cold defended his belt against Undertaker and Kane in a triple threat. And then Kane and Undertaker both pinned Austin at the same time. Uh, But then they just ended up declaring the title vacant instead of Undertaker and Kane sharing Did they both do, like, one hand on him? Like, they were doing that, like, on the ground pin? Uh, Or was it two feet? No, I think they both laid across him. Oh, okay, okay. I laid across the top half, you laid across him. And I hated Austin, so I was glad he lost. I'm like, (laughs) give it to Kane! He's my man! (laughs) You uh, hated Stone Cold. Anyways, I hated Stone Cold. Wow. Yeah. To me, he was like babyface Roman Reigns back in the day. <sighs> uh, yeah, not many people dislike, but Stone Cold, he would always beat all my favorite guys. So I <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We know we've got a Fatal 4-Way uh, championship uh, or match for the tag team championships here. New Day defending, of course, uh, against Pretty Deadly. Against Chase University, against Gallus. I am so glad seeing Andre Chase here in a pay per view match. Yeah. So on this episode, they won their match to qualify. And I don't know. I'd let them go all the way. The New Day can't hang on to these titles for too long. So let's give it to Chase U. Like out of out of every and I've been saying this for weeks, if not months, I they are the most definable gimmick <laughs> that I can kind of like easily pinpoint. Like I have no clue what Cora Jade is, but I get <laughs> Chase University. I get it. Uh so let's go behind the thing that we get. This guy's got this guy's got Miz potential written all over him. Of course I'm talking about Andre Chase. Uh so <laughs> yeah, why not to the fucking moon, baby? Uh yeah. what about uh this uh women's tag team championship, Team KC 
taking on Fallon Henley and Kiana James. Yeah, this is another one that intrigues me. I like I like this whole Kiana James storyline they're doing with Jensen and teasing. Does she really like the guy? Does she not? Because uh, on this episode, they also had a thing where Kiana was on the phone with some guy named Zach. And she says, I love you too, before hanging up. And Fallon Henley is like, what was that about? So... You know, it could just be her brother or something. We don't know. Exactly. It could so. be your mom. But all I'm saying is yeah. Team KC is the most dominant tag women's tag team in NXT history. And you that's not disputable, Mike. Um, I mean, they have the longest reign, but. Exactly. Consistency <laughs> is the name of the game. Uh, so let's keep it on him. And uh, let's get I him on TV. I wouldn't mind Kiana James getting the big win. Kiana James yeah. giving Jensen a nice big kiss. It's like Otis <laughs> and uh, Mandy all over again. Uh, what about yeah. Wesley and Dijak, North American Championship? Um, Yeah, I mean, Dijak, I love Dominic Dijakovic, but this new Dijak, he's not quite as... Yeah, it's a little... Not doing it, it quite as much for it's me. It's a little weirder. We're going to have that kind of David and Goliath thing... Unfortunately, in all those situations, David usually comes out on top. Uh, it'd be nice to see how a guy like Dominic Dijakovic fits in. Sorry, Dijak, sorry, fits in here on NXT. I think uh, yeah. maybe he can give Wes Lee a great match. And then uh, now he's go going towards the championship. I mean, I could see him even winning this match. But, yeah, I don't know. They, uh, I don't know. I liked him better before than what he's been doing lately. What about Apollo Crews and Keith Carmelo Lee. Hayes in a two out of three falls match? Nice to have a little gimmicky here. You know your boy loves a little gimmick. <laughs> yeah, this should just be a good wrestling match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes should get the win. He's the future. Yep. So, yeah, that's how that should go down. But our main event of Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller for that cha NXT championship. I think possibly the biggest threat Braun Breaker has actually had to that championship. Again, a dude with a definable thing. Uh, <laughs> you know I love a guy with I you know I love a guy with a definable thing and I hate somebody who's inexplicably rich. You know these two things about me, Mike. <laughs> uh, do you think this is Grayson do you think Grayson Waller is Braun Breaker's um you know, most challenging opponent yet? Um, well, I mean, it's in a steel cage match, so he doesn't even have to pin Breaker to get the win. He could slip his way out. Good slip. But, uh, I mean, Dolph Ziggler, he might be the most challenging opponent because he actually beat Breaker for the title. So, I don't know if I can give Waller that honor until he wins it. So, is Braun Breaker leaving Vengeance Day with this championship? I don't know. It's, uh... I don't think it's a guarantee. Because remember, stand side. and deliver is going to happen the night before Mania, right? So we know that a bigger show might be coming, you know, in Los Angeles at the Crypto.com Arena, home of the LA yeah. Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I could see them holding it off till then. If Grayson Waller's not the guy, then I think Carmelo Hayes would be probably the next top guy that has a realistic chance of winning the title so i don't know yeah let me do a depends. let me do a quick google search of nxt roster guys from los from southern california 
and then we'll kind of we'll <laughs> discern who we think should win. And if it ends up being Andre Chase, then that might be who we have to go with. But yeah, you are right. Braun Breaker's walking away. Uh, Grayson Waller is a future NXT champion, I think, or at least he's going to strap. He's going to have some gold strapped around him, some capacity. Uh, but maybe not tonight. Yeah, don't know. What about over on the final show of the week? There is some dynamite action. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Which uh, was a lot of great stuff, have to say. Show kicks off with uh, Hangman Adam Page. John Moxley. We are in Ohio. Like, we're in Moxley country, as JR lets us know a thousand times. <laughs> Yeah, part three in the trilogy here. Uh, just a hard-hitting match. Hard-hitting. You know, into, into the crowd before the bell even rings, so we get a chair. Uh, Hangman just chucks it at Moxley's face, does the quick little blade job, so he's bleeding from his eyebrow. And Yeah, we just continue, just pounding each other, a uh, bunch of near falls, crowds chanting, this is awesome. Uh, Moxley hits the big King Kong lariat on the floor. They go to the timekeeper table. Page hits a pop-up powerbomb through the table. And then back in the ring, he hits the dead eye. But Moxley kicks out. Uh, and then a bit later, Page hits the tombstone pile driver and the buckshot lariat. He but again, Moxley that. kicks out. Moxley was kicking out left, right, and fucking center. Yeah, so... Page uh, tries to steal one of his moves as the bulldog choke. Didn't work. But well, he's well, he's got him locked <laughs> in. Moxley just rolls forward, stacks Hangman up, gets the one, two, three. So John Moxley gets the win. Did not work. Uh, yeah, for for the big yeah, we're here in Ohio. This is the way to make it happen. The Blackpool Combat Club they come down and uh, cooler heads prevail. But there are some pushing and shoving afterwards. John Moxley's father accompanying him to the ring i thought that was really cool him uh his dad and wheeler yuda coming down the old moxley way uh down the sta- down the stairs all the way to the uh to the ringside that was a lot of fun yeah that's cool yeah uh Takeshita, brian cage had a good match uh so yeah, skip to the ending yeah well, i, I was only- just gonna say brian cage is the type of size where I mean, he makes, like, Tim and Takeshita are height the same and kind of girth the same. Mm. Brian Cage Brian Cage is the biggest beef I, I you might have ever seen in the ring <laughs> the at one time. The Swolverine. But he can make dudes look like they're also so strong. This guy's crazy. Or Takeshita is super fucking strong in his own right, which he probably is. Yeah, I mean, he was able to pick up Brian and hit some big Liger bombs, a brain buster off the second rope, and then a big knee to the face, and that gives him the pin. Takeshita gets a big win, which is nice to see. And I have to say, both of these dudes have had a pretty red-hot 2023 so far. A small sample size, and, you know, Brian Cage is uh, sitting on maybe some of the losses, of those, at least on television, but you know, high-profile matches with guys like Takeshita, Brian Danielson. Uh, I'm, it's so great that uh, Takeshita is now part of our weekly vernacular. Like he, I don't know if he's signed to AEW, but 
he's he's I think he is now. Exactly. Like he we got him. We got him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I think he's he's one of the bright future stars. Honestly. You know, future. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Really is. Like, you know, kind of talent that we can bring in. He has a great record here in AEW and great losses also, you know, in that same kind of thing. So Yeah, always impressive. Except he match. did lose the Battle of Los Angeles championship uh, or tournament rather a few weeks ago uh in PWG. I have to say that. He <laughs> he lost in the finals, but he lost to he lost to Mike Bailey, good Canadian kid, so it's hard to say. How would I feel about that? Uh, Then we got Brian Danielson taking on Timothy Thatcher. Ah, baby! The boy came back in exactly what... (laughs) I mean, this match was, I think, exactly what both of us expected, probably. Yeah, everything we wanted, you know? Uh, Just no-nonsense, hard-hitting. No-nonsense. That's the way to fucking say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just lots of submissions, mat wrestling, uh... Brian's got that injured shoulder from last week, so Thatch Man's working over that. Uh, at one point, the referee got knocked out, so MJF comes down with his diamond ring. But then Takeshita comes flying in, nails MJF, chases him off. So nice to see. Just I mean, Takeshita, he's involved in some uh, some main event angles here. He 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 MJF. he struck the our world champion. That's that means yeah. something. I think they announced they're even they're, those two are going to fight next week. They start so. brawling backstage, and Renee Paquette comes out and is like, I've just heard from Tony Khan. <laughs> there will yeah. be a, an Eliminator match next week between MJF. But she didn't explain what the Eliminator was for. She just said that it was an Eliminator. Number one contender. If he wins, he gets a title shot. Okay, if he wins, he gets a title shot. Okay, if that's fair. Wins. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, back in the ring, Brian hits the Busaiko knee, gets the win, so his journey to number one contender continues. Yeah, the the twelve labors of Danielson are going just fine. It was so great to see Timothy Thatcher, uh, and great to yeah, see him, him take on Brian Danielson. You know, it was a lot of fun. I think with uh, you know, if, if there was build a story, time, a reason, uh, you know, there could be some. Yeah, really I don't cool know if they there. said whether or not. If Thatcher is all elite, but I certainly hope he's here to stay in AEW. I know he, yeah, well, the commentary was saying he was uh, wrestling with uh, Noah over there on, uh, you know, out there. Well, hopefully it's not just a one and done. I want to I wanna see him stick around. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, Jade Cargill defended her TBS title against Red Velvet. Uh, and of course, Jade gets the win officially now, fifty and zero. She reached the fifty mark. Wow, she did it! Yeah. So now, hopefully, uh, we can get that belt off of her sometime soon. Or yeah, or just start, so, or something compelling. Yeah. Like you, she's can, not going to go to a hundred. Like that you, would be you can win that. and be cool, just like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns wins, but it's we. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need some bigger, better opponents if she's going to keep doing this. Exactly. only fight Red Velvet so many times. Yeah. <laughs> but the but main anyways. event of the show was uh, for that TNT championship, a no-holds-barred match. Darby Allen, Samoa Joe, and they gave everything to all of them. <laughs> yeah. So early on, uh, Joe pulls out a table. 
And then Darby just like suicide dives into it, smashes the table into Joe's face, cuts him open the hard way. The hard no blade necessary. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he was just bleeding from the face. And then, uh, yeah, we get some steel steps. They fight into the crowd. Uh, Darby gets like slammed on the concrete stairs. Big bump there for the little guy. Uh, <laughs> And then we get some chairs. Uh, we get uh, Darby. He has this sweater that's covered in thumbtacks. That he couldn't so, quite get, like, open. No. It was like a four-year-old when their sleeves are inside out. Yeah, exactly. Do it. But then but then he realized, and good on him, he said, fuck it. Yeah, he got jumped. it over his neck, so there was enough. <laughs> it counted. And then, yeah, he just jumped back. It's cough and drop with the tacks. Uh, but Joe kicks out. Uh, and then Darby pulls out a knife, but, uh, not to kill anyone. He just starts cutting the ropes off, uh, not the ring ropes, but the, the, the ropes tying down the canvas on top of the ring. So he peels that back and then he rips out the layer of foam to expose the wooden boards underneath. And, uh, yeah, uh, before we get to that, Joe, he power bombs Darby onto the thumbtack sweater, um, uh, Darby hits Joe with a chair. He climbs up to the top rope looking for a coffin drop, but then Joe climbs up, picks up Darby, hits an avalanche muscle buster onto those exposed wood, uh, makes the cover, gets a three count. So Samoa Joe, once again, TNT champion. And new, only after like a month or something. 28 days, so... Yeah, I was definitely surprised by the ending there. Only twenty eight days. Wow. And you know that you know for me, what I learned about that this was the first time I think uh, we've I at least I can remember seeing the inside of the ring components. Uh, maybe since like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano went at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a spot we've seen, but not very often. Not very so. often. You know, when they have to peel the whole thing back, and even Darby Allen was having some trouble peeling back the foam at one point. Uh, I mean, yeah, they have a crew of like eight guys to put these rings together. It's <laughs> exactly. not just one little. You know, then one dude has to do it live and figure it out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Samoa Joe with the win, but as he celebrates Wardlow... Makes his return with his new short hair. New short can... hair. Thanks for bringing it up. He got, he got, he he had the edge. Short on the sides, slick back <laughs> of the top ponytail. He cut off the ponytail. He looks great because he's an adult, and that's an adult haircut. What adults can't have long hair? They can't have str- uh, uh, zip zipped at the sides, slicked back in the middle ponytail. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, he storms the ring. Joe runs off. Security all surround Wardlow, and he just beats them up. Power bombs one guy over the top rope to the floor onto a bunch of others. Yeah. As the sh- as the show yeah. closes out, Wardlow is back, and he clearly knows what he wants in life. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was all of Dynamite and all of the weekly wrestling action uh, in all of its glory, Mike. How about it's time for Wrestler of the Week? It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Of the week. 
I have to do something, I think, a little unprecedented here. Um, an unprecedented insofar where in a week with uh, incredible professional wrestling, spots of the year, uh, matches of the Iron Man's, Iron Women's, I think the rest <laughs> of the week was a man who did no wrestling at all, uh, Mike. And I don't know if this has ever been done before, especially on such a high, high-profile week uh, in professional wrestling. Sami Zayn. Wow. <laughs> I have to do it. I think. Yeah. I, I think. I, I think. I have to. I've thought about it, and I've justified it enough in my mind. That's fine. Perfectly fine. I mean, like we said, it's already shooty contention for some pops of the year segment promo of the year whatever you want to call that ending there uh yeah Sami Zayn, well deserved but uh i'm gonna give it to gunther for that iron man record setting performance an hour and 12 minutes or whatever and i mean probably the best we've ever seen of him on the main roster being treated like a top guy going toe-to-toe with brock lesnar and uh yeah i love it World 72 minutes. Wow, that's fucked, eh? Yeah, that's a hell of a performance. And uh, you know, and I think how long is how long do we think he's been this uh IC championship for? I think he won it in June. Like so. he has to be coming on some some kind of historic reign in terms of individual length. I think he's like halfway to the record. He's halfway to Honky Tonk? Like, <laughs> yeah. If he ha- makes it to like September 10th or something, I think he breaks it. Halfway to Honky Tonk. That sounds like a great uh, name for a <laughs> biopic or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But congratulations to Gunther, Sami Zayn, uh, Rhea Ripley, Cody Rhodes, all of the champions uh, this week. And that's the whole, that's the, that's all the show. Remember, rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Of course, we'll be back next week post-Vengeance Day uh, leading up to the Elimination Chamber. Honestly, this week of SmackDown, uh, I cannot wait for the Bloodline Fallout. Uh, I don't think I don't think any of us can. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to see the promos on Friday. And, I mean, we spent all that time talking about Sammy, but Jey Uso... The, you know, the past two weeks, standing up for Sammy at the trial and then leaving the bloodline on Friday. And where does that leave the tag titles and all this? So a lot of things. The bloodline is in shambles. A tribal chief, you got to get your you got to get your tribe together. Uh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mike, take care of yourself. The tribe has spoken. Shoot.